Being mindful is the practice of maintaining a non-judgmental state of heightened or complete awareness of one's thoughts, emotions, or experiences on a moment-to-moment basis, which can be extremely important while trying to understand and learn more about mental health. So let me welcome you to Mindful Thoughts. My name is Dolores, and I feel like my mission in life is to help break down those barriers around mental wellness by sharing personal stories, tips, and confessions of mental health to help us shine a light on mental wellness. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. Today I want to discuss how social media affects your mental health. For a lot of people, we are addicted to our phones. We're addicted to Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. We are always wanting to be on it. And sometimes we spend hours upon hours on an app without even realizing how long we've been scrolling. And some of the things that came up for me with my mental health is like how much time I'm actually spending on those platforms, who I'm following, and how that affects me. For a lot of us, when we follow certain people, we might not realize or pick up on that what we're reading from them and what they're putting out there really affects us and how we feel. And even after getting off the app, it can affect us for days, weeks, maybe a month, because internally we don't know that that's actually happening. We don't know that the connection from what we saw to our brain is affecting how we're feeling or looking at ourselves and everything. So some of the things you need to ask yourself is what are you using it for? What are you using the app for? For some people, they're content creators, so they're creating stuff for other people. A lot of people do it for connection because they want to connect with people who might be struggling with the same things they do. They do. So it's one of those things where you need to sit down and say, what am I using the app for? Like, what am I getting for it? And uh, like, what are the benefits and stuff like that? Like I said, if you're a content creator, you're creating stuff for other people. But for so many of us, we are looking for that connection to somebody else who might be feeling the same way as us, who might be living some type of the same life, a lifestyle as us, you know, experiencing the same stuff as us. And we try to get that connection from whatever app we are using. For a lot of people, they go on the app because they're learning stuff. Um, TikTok and TikTokers are always putting out new stuff to like try this or do you know this? And like people are going on there like watching these videos because they're like, wow, I didn't know that or I didn't try that. And that's where a lot of people get like their workout routines. Oh, I should try this eating styles because there are so many people creating so many different things that you're just trying to absorb so much stuff. And like I said, you might not even realize that absorbing all that stuff has an effect on you. So you can look at the accounts you're following. That's something that I think we need to do is we need to look at the accounts we're following. Are we following people that are, um, you know, making us not feel bad about ourselves? Like, are, are these people that are giving us information that are helping us grow? Or, you know, I'm consuming stuff that helps me overall because... If you're following accounts that are always like, you need to work out like this and do this, you need to eat like this and not do this, and you're constantly feel bad about yourself, or you follow people who work out all the time, or they have really 
fit bodies and then you want that and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like why can't I have that why don't I not look like that and then you start like changing your lifestyle so you could be like this person but everybody is different every body that somebody has is different so what works for somebody else isn't necessarily going to work for you it's kind of like self-help books this person reads all the self-help books consumes all this stuff on youtube and then you watch them live this life that they're living to their fullest and they're so happy and you want that so then you start following that and repeating that i'm going to read those self-help books i'm going to consume those youtube videos but you don't get the same satisfaction as they do so then you wonder to yourself, what is wrong with me? And that is so important. So for social media, I think it's important to choose which people and which accounts to follow and then see how they make you feel. So I encourage you to go to your social media pages and look at the people you're following. For some people, they're friends and they're family members, but even those people in your life could be posting something that could be upsetting you and you don't even realize it. So maybe look at the accounts that you have and say to yourself, what are they posting and how is it affecting me? Am I taking what they're posting and am I happy for them? Am I like showing joy because I love what they're doing? And just make sure there's no negative effect towards you and how you feel with that. Because we can be happy for other people. We can, you know, uh, congratulate them on things that are going on in life and their achievements that they're they're going for but sometimes we don't realize that like internally and in our heads we are now questioning ourselves and what we're doing and why we're not achieving those things and for a long time I think about that with myself as I would see these creators like hitting these milestones or these youtubers you know they they started just started their podcast like this year or a couple months ago and they have 600 plays and why do I only have 200 plays and people that start YouTube channels well how come they hit 200 followers and I'm at like 30 followers and then you start questioning everything you're doing and you have to realize too that like what they're putting out is different than what you're doing and some people can get on the internet and instantly they're a hit and there's other people that get on and they have to work for it and for whatever you want you have to constantly work for so I think there's this big thing with social media is that we're always looking for that satis satisfaction, you know, that other people are getting. Like if I post every single day like they do or I'm, or I'm on my stories every single day like they do, then like I will get that satisfaction feeling. And mentally, that's so draining because you're trying to push yourself and push yourself up and that doesn't work for you. That could work for somebody else, but what's going to work for you? So... If you're following accounts where you're trying to like copy what they're doing but overall you're feeling like down or drained or like it's too much then maybe that's your time to step back and say like i i need to do what's best for me i can't keep following this person that's making me feel like i need to eat this all the time or look like this all the time so it's very important to just look at like i said even your friends or family that you're following like sometimes they could put something that has a negative effect towards you and for a lot of people you don't have to unfollow i mean unfollowing them might be what you need to do but maybe muting that account and then seeing how it makes you feel not to see their stuff and then maybe doing that will lead you to saying you know i'm just gonna unfollow that person because 
when you unfollow that person, the person who you unfollow or the person you put on mute, they don't know you're doing that. That doesn't notify anybody that, oh, this person is no longer seeing your stuff. So you need to feel like you can do it and see how it makes you feel to know going further, like if there are more accounts like that or if your family member puts more stuff out or friends put stuff out that upsets you, you just know not to consume it, unfollow it, or mute it. So another thing to look for is how long you're spending time on the platform. Are you endlessly scrolling for hours? Are you going on like at a certain amount of time at a certain time of the day? Are you like doing little spurts throughout the day? Because when we get bored or when we're looking for just like that satisfaction of like zoning out in the world, we pick up our phones. We are constantly on our phones. We're texting. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're always constantly on our phones, like no matter what it is. And you have to look at that and say, like, how much time am I spending on this platform? How much time am I dedicating towards this? Like for content creators, that's different because you're like looking at it and saying, okay, like what content can I use for this? And then you're looking and you're waiting for people's comments and the performance and all that. But that can even hurt your mental health as well because you're waiting for that satisfaction of what you posted. And for another thing I thought about is we're living for those likes too. Social media is all about people following you, people liking yourself, people consuming yourself, people sharing yourself. And it's that satisfaction we're looking for that sometimes we don't realize is very harmful for us mentally because when we don't get that satisfaction or our post doesn't go viral or nobody's liking it or we get one like then we make that mean something about ourselves like there's something wrong with us there's something wrong with what i'm posting and then that's where you fall into the rabbit hole of following people and then trying to figure out what they're doing and then you want to copy what they're doing but then you're still not getting the satisfaction of what they're doing. And I think a lot of us need to understand that for a lot of people, they have spent years doing what they're doing to get the audience and the people and the likes and the comments that they have. So if you're trying to pursue content creating or YouTubing or podcasting, you have to realize that it's going to take time. Of course, there are people who post a couple like episodes or posts or episodes like podcast episodes or youtube videos and they get that instant satisfaction but that's not like that for everybody over time when you do something more and more and more people are going to see it they're going to follow you they're going to interact with it so if you're looking for that satisfaction that social media gives you sometimes or you're using it for connection but you still feel alone it's one of those things to realize like this isn't something that's going to help you. It isn't something that is going to make you feel better. Like if you're looking for the connection and you still feel alone, that's something to look at and say like, no matter what, I'm still feeling alone. Like this isn't helping me. And to realize that like, if you're looking for that connection, but not have that connection in your real life, you probably need to go out and seek that connection in the room. So that's something else to think about is that, you can never replace the real world human connection with social media. So when you move somewhere new, you have no friends, 
and you're not close to your family, you get on social media to make those connections with people because you don't have anybody. But when you're always striving for those connections on social media, you aren't getting that real life connection that you need. And for most people's mental health, you need to have like face-to-face -face conversations with people to share how you're feeling and your emotions and happiness and, you know, laughing and like all that is so important to your mental health. And when we feel lonely, we get in, get on social media for that connection because we want to feel that connection. But that connection to somebody else across the world can only get you so far because that real life connection with somebody is so different than what you can do online. Like seeing people's facial reactions and talking to them and interacting with them is going to be so much healthier for you than trying to always have that connection on the internet. Now, you can make connections on the internet or on social media with somebody and then meet up with them in real life because that can be so exciting. But it's almost to remember to look at it and say, if I'm going on social media for connection, am I feeling connected at the end of the day or am I feeling like I am still alone? Like, do I still feel like I'm missing something? Because you almost feel like you're doing it because you're missing something, but it's not filling that void. So it's one of those things to say, like, what is it doing for me? What is going on social media doing for me? How is it making me feel? Like, what are you using it for? Are you using it for that connection? Are you a content creator and you're creating things for other people? But even then... When you're creating things for other people, you're still seeking connection. You still want someone to like it. You still want someone to say, hey, that that podcast episode you did helped, that worked so well for me and I got so much. You, you're still looking for something. Now, there are people who post what they're doing, going to concerts and stuff like that. And I feel like some of those people, like, they're just sharing their lives. They're not looking for somebody to say, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Or I, I wish I could do that. They're just putting it out there and showing their life. So there are a lot of people that aren't looking for something, but I feel like there are a, is a big majority of the world who is looking for some type of satisfaction, connection. We're looking for something from social media to give to us. And a lot of us who are struggling with our mental health, we go on because we want to be connected to somebody else who understands us. And even so, when you're struggling, it might be more important to find those connections, find those groups, find, you know, those people in your life who you can connect to. Because again, with struggling with a mental health illness, you can go on social media and not realize how much of it is making you feel bad or questioning your life or, you know, makes this like highlight of what people are doing what people are going through and they're suffering like in a bad light and that's why again for a lot of people they don't want to share what they're going through because people have this negative effect on it with you sharing how you're feeling what you're going through oh you're just looking for attention and you just want people to feel bad for you and for someone like me who shares what i'm going through like 
my depression and my anxiety. I openly talk about it and I do posts about it. And I'm doing it because I want people to know that they're not alone. I want people to know that it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to have a mental health illness, but still go for your dreams and go set those goals and still live a life to the fullest, even when sometimes it's hard and you don't want to and you know, you feel down. Like, I'm not looking for any satisfaction. I'm not looking for people to, you know, say anything towards what I'm doing. I'm just sharing it because that's what I feel comfortable doing. And that's okay if you don't feel comfortable doing that. But it's like one of those things to know that everybody has an opinion. And especially on social media, when you're sharing certain things, like everybody's going to say something about you're doing, positive or negative. And it's one of those things to realize, like, if there's too much negativity coming from a platform or coming from spending so many hours on it, then it's one of those things to look out, take a step back and say, you know, what what do I need to do for myself? Because like I said, we'll compare ourselves to other people. We'll compare their achievements, how far they've gone, what they're sharing. You know, if you have a YouTube and somebody else's YouTube's doing better, you're comparing yourself to that podcasters will compare themselves to other podcasters and it's a, a downward spiral for that and if we keep doing that and keep doing that then overall we're just not going to feel good about ourselves and we're going to have this negative effect with social media so it's important to just look at why am I on there what am I using it for what am I consuming who am I following and how am I feeling afterwards after I scroll for five hours when I get off scrolling how does that make me feel if I'm going on and looking at these accounts and then I get off and then I'm questioning my life and looking at myself in the mirror and talking negative about myself because I don't look a certain way or I'm questioning what I'm eating because I'm not eating a certain way like you need to pick up on that and say okay no I can't do that because even if you're not suffering from a mental health illness mentally that's putting a toll on you no matter what, your mental health is suffering without you even realizing it because now you're comparing yourself and questioning yourself and questioning your life and that's not good. It's not good to do that. So I also want you to know that you're just seeing the highlights of people's lives. People are posting their good over their bad. Like Nobody's going to post bad things all the time. And they're not going to tell you what's going on in their daily life or those bad moments. And that's why something for me that works very well is showing that like not every day is a good day. I share my bad days. I talk about those bad moments. I talk about the things I'm feeling because I want people to look at my accounts on YouTube or Instagram and say not every single time it's perfect for her. She goes through hard things, but I also talk about them and I share them because I want people to not just see this highlight of my life to say she's always doing something good and there's always something that is positive or she's always traveling and it's always good. But what you're not seeing is those moments where it's bad. You're not seeing those moments where you're ugly crying in your bathroom you're crying in bed and you don't want to get out of bed and you call off work and you neglect your friends and family and you're going through a spiral like you don't see that. So it's important to know with social media that you're probably most likely always seeing people's highlights of their life, the good moments, the travel days, the happy family moments, the laughing and going out with their friends, where you're not seeing is those times that they're struggling and they're trying to pursue something and it's not going good or they're failing and failing and failing. Like you don't see all that. So it's important to 
look at social media and just take it as it is but not to have that as a reflection of who you are and how you feel and anything because over time mentally that's just not going to be good for you and it's going to take a toll on you and then you're going to feel like you're not living up to some potential that everybody else is living up to so of course if you're spending an excessive amount of time on social media and feeling sadness dissatisfaction frustration or loneliness that are impacting your life it may be time to re-examine your online habits and find a healthier balance so let's talk about the positives because there are positives that come with you know being on social media and like consuming it and that can be communicating and staying up to date with friends family members what's going on if someone in your family that you live far away from have it had a kid and they post stuff about what they're doing everything that's a way to stay connected and make you feel good which is good you could find new friends and communities that have similar interests know what you're going through for people who are struggling with mental health connecting with other people who have depression who understand how you're feeling can make you feel so good because then it makes you feel like you're not alone or you seek or offer emotional support during tough times. You see somebody going through a tough time. You're allowed to reach out to them. Hey, just so you know, I'm here for you. Or they see what you're going through and that allows people to say, Hey, I'm here for you. What do you need? Do you want to talk? Do you want to hang out? It can be an outlet for your creativity and self-expression. It's a way for you to be creative. It's a way to share what you're doing. If you're creating things, it's allow, it allows you to share it with people and see people's creative things. It's, it's a way to just keep that creative juice going, creating posts, creating reels, doing videos. It's, it allows you to be more creative and then show people that creativity. And it can be a discover source of valuable information and learning. But there's a downside to learning the information and using it because sometimes people are posting stuff that is not going to work for you and is not informational for you even if you think oh like again they're they're doing this healthy lifestyle they're doing the self love and help journey, uh, care journey and i should really be doing that but if that has a negative effect on you you need to realize that too you need to realize the stuff that you learn and take in that is helpful for you and the stuff that is not, you give it, push it away and don't try to give any mind to that ever again. So let's talk about the negatives because with positives, there's also negative sides to social media. Again, this can make you feel bad about your life or your appearance because depending on who you're following and what you're consuming, it can make you feel insecure about your life and what you're doing if you're not going for what other people are going for if you're not eating how other people are eating if you're not taking care of yourself like other people take are taking care of yourself and again people are sharing the highlights of their lives they're not showing you the nitty-gritty dirty parts of their lives because they don't want people to know that they're going through it they just want people to know that they're happy all the time and they're going and they're traveling and they're doing this and every single person on this planet goes through something hard and they struggle with something, some type of insecurity. But the thing with social media is you're not seeing that. You're just seeing the highlights of their life. So again, 
be mindful to know that even when you're seeing the highlights of somebody's life, they are still struggling with something. They still went through something that was heartbreaking. There is something that they're just not sharing with you, which is okay. You don't have to share that. You don't have to share the ugly, but it's important for you as somebody consuming social media to know that the person is struggling with something. They went through something hard. They fought. They did failure after failure in their business or their being a social media media creator or something, but you're just not seeing all that. So please keep that in mind when you're consuming any type of social media. The other thing is FOMO. You have a fear of missing out and you have social media an addiction because you feel like other people are having more fun. If you have FOMO, a fear of missing out, you're constantly on your phone, fear that you're going to miss something somebody says, fear you're going to miss that post, and you feel like you're, you're missing out on something that everybody else is getting, so you get addicted to it. You're picking up your phone every few minutes. You're looking and you're flipping your phone to make sure no notifications come up. You're constantly, I, I gotta be, I gotta be in, you know, two feet of my phone or closer because I, I, I might miss something. And that's something to look at and be mindful of. You're constantly addicted to your phone, constantly looking at it, constantly have to be right next to you just in case your phone dings and it's something that you feel like you're going to miss. It's something to step back and say, I need to pay attention to this, I need to realize this, and I need to take a step back because it can make you feel isolated. Feelings of loneliness can come from when you consume too much social media, when you're looking for too much connection versus social media, when you're looking for that satisfaction of social media. And over time, it's going to cause you to have depression and anxiety. And like I said, to reduce stress and boost your mood, you need that face-to-face -face connection. You need somebody in front of you, somebody to go out with, somebody to talk to. Because when you're looking too much for that satisfaction on social media, it's not going to come. It's not going to be there. Because you're missing that real life connection with somebody that you're trying so hard to find on social media. Another negative for that is cyberbullying. It can make you feel worse than better when you post something that you think is so good and people have negative or offensive comments for that. That's why for a lot of people who do social media content or YouTubers, for them, they have to realize and take a step back and say, like, what people are saying does not affect me. You're allowed to feel the way you feel. But for a lot of them, they take that negatively towards themselves. Like, they're doing something wrong or they shouldn't have shared what they shared. And people, maybe they need to take whatever they did, they need to take down because people find that offensive and they don't like that. But everybody's going to have an opinion. Everybody's going to say what they want to say. And you need to learn not to take that personally. Like, take it with a grain of salt and say, that has nothing to do with me. That's all with them. And don't tr have it crush your dreams, crush your goals. Because if you do, then you're not going to go for what you want to go for. And another thing is it can be self-absorbing. The endless selfies, the inner thoughts created, the unhealthy self-centeredness, and your distance from real life. When you're constantly trying to you know, create content or connect with people, you're losing that real life connection, that just real life outside world because you're so consumed with it that you don't realize what's happening. So I encourage you to, you know, just take a step back 
and realize what's good for you and what's not good for you. Look at the positives, look at the negatives, look at the account you're following and say, what do I need to do for myself? What is going to make me feel better mentally and physically and how much time am I spending on it? And just to really focus on that. So right now I want to share four steps that can help you uh, improve your mental health with modifying your social media input. And step one is just to reduce your time online. So ways you can do that is to have an app that tracks your time on what your apps you're using. So then you have an app that says, this is how long you spent on Facebook. This is how long you spent on TikTok. This is how long you spent on Instagram. And then every day you can go back and say, okay, what amount of time did I spend on this? Oh, I spent three hours on this app. Maybe I should reduce that. Maybe that's not something I should do. And it'll, over time, can help you monitor how much time you're actually spending on one app. Another thing you can do is turn off your phone at certain times. During dinners, during lunches, outing with families, turn the phone off. Put it somewhere so you don't see it because then that allows you to have that real life connection with somebody because how many times have you gone to a restaurant and you've seen people sitting across from each other and they're on their phones? So you're not getting that connection with somebody that you're sitting across to because you're too busy just looking at your phone, trying to figure out what everybody else is doing instead of paying attention to the people around you. So I encourage you that when there's those important times to put the phone away, put it down, turn it off, don't look at it, and focus on what is in front of you. Another thing you can do is when you go to bed, no phone. If you use your phone for an alarm, most smartphones have a part where you can like turn everything off you don't get notifications you don't get anything or i encourage you if you have like an alarm clock put your phone in a different room put it downstairs in the kitchen next to the coffee pot don't distract yourself because we will end up going to bed and then spend hours upon hours scrolling and looking at social media instead of prioritizing the sleep that we need that is going to be good for our body and good for our mental health that's why two disable notifications limit checks on your phone or simply remove the app from your phone when you turn off notifications and it's not that satisfaction of ding 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 hey you got something and if you limit your checks on your phone that's something you could do too in one day count how many times you pick your phone up and you look at it oh once okay twice and then at the end of the day you say to yourself i picked up my phone like 30 40 times why did I do that? Because you're looking for something. You're waiting for something. You you think you're missing FOMO. You're missing out on something. So if overall you're doing too many checks and terminal notifications aren't working, it might be time just to take a week, take a couple weeks, take a month, detox, and remove every single app on your phone that you're addicted to. Give your time to step back and say, I don't need this in my life. This is not something that I need to keep myself going. And it's important to do that. So number two is to change your focus. Is social media in your life a substitute for your life? Are you doing it because you're bored? Are you doing it because you're depressed? Are you doing it because you're lonely? It's important to realize why I'm doing it and what I'm doing it and what I'm getting out of it and what I'm looking for. Are you an active or passive user? So are you actively 
connecting with people, talking to people, posting stuff, getting off, going on with your life? Or are you passively scrolling? Are you just on there scrolling for hours, looking for some satisfaction, looking for something from somebody? Realize in those moments, are you actively doing something for you or for the people around you or connecting? Or are you just scrolling for hours upon hours? And it's important to say to yourself, am I feeling disappointed? Am I feeling something afterwards? Am I, again, am I left feeling like I'm missing out on life? Am I feeling FOMO? And like, what is it that I'm feeling? And make a list of the positive aspects of your life because when you feel like you're missing out on something or that FOMO of social media, then you're so focused on that that you don't focus on your life. So take a step back from that, change your focus. What am I doing it for? Am I looking for something? Am I actively on it? Am I passively scrolling? And then take a step back and make a list of your life. What are the positive about my life? What do I like to do? And then start doing those things without feeling like you always have to be on social media. Number three is to spend more time with friends and families. Set aside time each week to do that with somebody. So then you're not constantly on social media and when you go spend time with that person or that family member or you do that don't bring your phone leave your phone in your car set it on the table turn it off do something so then you're only focused on that person in front of you if you move somewhere else and you don't have friends or family members around you you can start a hobby that other people like you're doing go to classes fitness activities creative endeavors Go to, go to classes, cooking classes, go to creative classes, and then that can allow you to meet other people who like what you like, and that gives you that connection that you might be missing that you're trying to look for on social media. And another thing is too, is a lot of us are socially awkward, so don't let the social awkwardness hold you back. Even interacting with strangers in stores. Somebody's standing next to you and you're looking at the same stuff, interacting with that, oh, that's that product's really nice smiling and talking to somebody behind you in a shopping line walking by somebody and commenting on their outfit or their hair or something smiling at people like even those simple little interactions can help your mental health out so much that you might not even realize like someone will say something nice to you and that will make you feel better the whole rest of the day so even if it's not spending time with a family member or friend, just those interactions out in the normal world can help you overall mentally more than you would ever think. And number four is to express gratitude. Take time to reflect. That's why some people journal because they journal about their great memories, their positives in life. Some people journal um, even those negative moments just to get it all out. But having gratitude just for life and the things around you and your family and your friends can help you out so much. You can also practice mindfulness. Learn to live more in the present and lessen the FOMO. Live in the moment. Be there with family. Celebrate birthdays. Get off the phone and just be present with the people around you and lessen that fear of missing out on whatever everybody else in the world is doing. Another thing you can do too is to volunteer because that can make you feel happier and grateful that you're doing something and helping other people and 
you know, going out there and just being in the world. And I think it's very important to teach your kids and your teens about social media, limit their time on social media because it's important growing up as a child or as a teenager to have those connections to friends and have the connections in the world and go play with other kids and you know too many kids these days are uh, raised to be on tablets and phones and they're losing that connection with other people and then that's why they are socially awkward with other kids and stuff like that because they don't have that real life connection so limit those times that they're on social media if your teenagers on their phone all the time say oh you know at this time we're cutting it off this is family time this is dinner time no phones at the table or hey you should go play in the hangout with your friend let's leave the phone at home like have limits with them so then they can practice this so once they get older they're not feeling that FOMO they're not feeling like they need to be addicted to their phones all the time and looking at it and paying attention to it and I think Children, teens, and even us as adults, we need this reminder to just know when to put it down, put it away, and know when mentally it's not good for us. So again, the four steps would to be reduce your time online. The second is to change your focus. Change your focus on social media. Three is to spend more time with friends and family members, coworkers, just somebody out in the real world. And four is just to express gratitude with what you have and the place you live and the people around you and the life you get to live every single day. Because social media can be very positive and it can be, allow you to be very creative, but it can also be very negative and be very harmful for you overall and how you feel. So I just want you to, after this episode, realize how much am I on social media? What am I looking for? Am I looking for connection? Am I seeking satisfaction? And then, like I said, how, how much time am I doing it? How long am I on a nap? How am I feeling afterwards? Because if, again, if you're feeling some type of way after you get off social media, it's making you question your life, life feel bad about your life, not like how you're feeling, then that is your step to say, I need to do something, take a step back and do something for me. I need to stop following these people, mute the people, delete the app, detox from social media. Once a week on Sundays, I try to detox from social media. Am I perfect all the time? No, but I pick a day and Sundays for me are the day to not look at social media. I'm not consuming other people's lives. I am reading, spending time with my fiance, traveling to Illinois to spend time with my family. I am going for walks, going grocery shopping, interacting with other people because that is your time to detox from everything you think that you need to be looking at and you're missing out on. And even maybe taking that day a week or taking a week off of social media or even a detox month, you won't realize it until you do it of how much better you're going to feel because you're not constantly looking and seeking something. I guarantee you that every single person out there is looking for something from social media. If you're creating social media, if you're just consuming social media, you're looking for something. You're looking for the likes, 
the satisfaction, the connections. So it's important to take a step back every once in a while and say, even if you're a content creator, it's important for you to say, I, even if you want to tell the people you're following, your followers, hey, I'm taking some time off. The next week, I'm not posting. I'm not going to be on my phone. You won't see me in my stories. I'm taking some time for me. I'm taking some time to take care of myself. And for a lot of people, once you take that step back, you'll realize how much better you feel and how much better your mental health gets because we're not realizing what's affecting us and how it's making us feel. And even if in that moment it's not triggering for you, it could be triggering for you once you go and start getting ready and then you're looking at your body and you're comparing yourself to others or then you start to think this person has more listens or this person has more followers and then over time it's building up. And in that moment you don't realize that when you congratulated that person on whatever they was doing, you didn't realize in that moment it was affecting you, but then later on, when you're sitting with yourself and you're thinking about things and the negativity comes up, that's in those moments where you have to say, okay, I need to do something for me. I need to detox. I need to take a step back and I need to take care of myself. So after this episode, I encourage you to do so. Look at your life, look at what you're consuming and how it affects you and determine if what you're consuming all the time is good for you or if it's not good for you. And then refocus your time, change what you're consuming, change what you need from that app and reframe that and figure out what you need to do for you to overall mentally be in a better state than you were before. So like always, I will leave you with that you are never alone and that I love you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. And you know what would be so amazing? If you shared, left a comment, and liked this episode. Any type of support and love for this podcast is going to help it grow more and more every day. I'm so grateful to have you here, and I'll talk to you again soon.